Hey everyone, we're back with another episode of We Are That Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Um, it's a little cold in here, so mind us if we start like shivering and like complaining that it's cold because it feels like a fucking igloo in here. Yes, I'm looking at you, Daryl. Fix this shit, please. It's uncomfortable. Thank you. So if y'all don't know who I am by now, my name is Chris, aka the problematic sister of this podcast, and I'm here with my two lovely, lovely co-hosts. And they go by the names of what? Ma'am, we don't have that, ma'am. Good evening, everyone. My name is Michelle Obama. And, um, I'm here with you guys. And you don't even my... sound like Michelle. You sound like you're ready to get beat the fuck up, bitch. It's about Stupid to ass be bitch a what? Interrupted Girl, me. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Anyways, my name is Michelle Obama. Like I said, the fuck it is. And if you have a problem with it, Kristen. I was about to say your last name, but I ain't gonna do that. Please don't. God, please don't. <laughs> Pissing me off. Anyways, who are you? <laughs> Erica <laughs> Nobadu. <laughs> Erica Nobadu. <laughs> Didn't she say she was gonna get Ivy Park? Mm-hmm. She was, I told you. Don't oh, come yeah. In. Did that and orange she, box come? She still got all black ones. Didn't I tell you? <laughs> did that orange box come? Mm. Yo, chill on me. So, no. Beyonce lost my address. Didn't I say I don't wanna see no fucking. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> So Look, everybody, we Beyonce definitely lo- forgot my address. That's why I didn't. Get I would my hate part. for Beyonce to forget my I know. address. That means I know, I'm not important. I'm not taking it personal. That means I'm not important. I'm not taking it personal. Which, I'm not. I was gonna ask what your name is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bitch! You really are taking it personal. <laughs> I was just gonna ask your name. Right. My name is Carly. Shout out to those of you that are tuning in. Thank you so much. Welcome back. All right. So today, actually, before we start with the topic for tonight, how is everyone? Um, Vibe check. Mental health check. Well, firstly, this is going to come out a little late, um, but this past weekend um, that we're recording this, so this comes out a week after, um, so just some tragic shit happened like Mm -hmm. over the weekend. And it was sudden. It was almost like unbelievable. Not almost. It was unbelievable. It was absolutely surreal. Um, so we just want to say a big, big rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, uh, Gianna Bryant, and the other seven members that were on the helicopter. Um, damn, like I, I really can't even imagine how those families are feeling. Absolutely. You know, and I so. want everybody to leave them alone. Don't ask for any statement from them. People that are friends of them, that are, you know, speaking to the press on their behalf, stop. Respect their privacy. Let them grieve in peace. Respect their space and give them their boundaries. Facts. And I know this is going to come out a little late, but we still want to, you know, say our condolences because it's very sudden and, you know, people people are taking their time to get over this. So please rest in peace to those nine people that perished on that helicopter. Um, but other than that, how are you guys doing this week? For me, I know it's a miracle I'm here. <laughs> Turn that up. <laughs> Turn that the fuck up. This week was so fucking long. This week has been the longest week ever. It's been rough, but we here. And tomorrow's Friday, and we made it. So I'm proud of us. 
Like, I didn't really, like, go through anything crazy. A lot of shit annoyed me. But, like, I'm good. and I'm here. So, thank God. Did you have a good week, Michelle? <clears throat> no. Can we call her that for the rest of the episode? I mean, you could take Michelle in whatever context you want to specify Michelle Obama. Michelle take Michelle in whatever context you want to be. Because we definitely don't want you to think that don't I'm do this that. Girl, this don't is do the that. Michelle of the group. We all know that. Are no, you no, 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 kidding? No, 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 no. I love that Chris already knew what I was going to say, and yeah. I stopped myself yeah. because I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She's valid. Anyway, so we're gonna get into the fucking topic of the day, which <laughs> I'm are just here so I don't get fired because at this fucking point. <laughs> I just want to go home. Finish the episode. <laughs> anyway, Turn that out too. This episode is about <clears throat> mistakes, regrets, all that kind of shit. Stuff that's uncomfortable. Because even though we on this podcast, we don't make mistakes, other people make mistakes and other people regret things. So I want to start the conversation off with what would you guys consider? Your, your regrets in life, if you have any, because some people don't have any. And okay. it could be something small. It could be something big, whatever the case may be. Okay. I understand the whole living, and, and y'all can't see this, but I'm doing air quotes. I understand the whole living, air quote, living with no regrets, end quote. But um, I definitely feel like people have regrets i feel like it's human nature too i wish i i I mean i think that people have things in their life that they did or said that they wish they could take back whatever so if any of us say that they have no regrets i'm not gonna hold you i'm gonna think that that's a lie that if we could rewind it understand the whole butterfly effect whatever but if we could rewind and just not partake in certain actions i think the average person would act on that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what regrets do you have? Because you're speaking a lot about what you think people should have. have? What <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm saying it could okay. be anything I'll small. Say this. Okay. Yep. I remember. I remember as a kid. Um. Uh, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. I would spend like two to three months in Brooklyn, like every summer for basically all of middle school. And the times that I did live in Jersey, that I, at the times when I was home, you know, my grandparents would call, da 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 da. Talk to my mom. Oh, where's Carly? Oh shit, I just dropped my girl. <laughs> Nobody did it but you, so. Uh, Be mad at yourself, sis. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, they'd ask, like, where I'm at. And do you you guys remember being a kid and, like, when family members wanted to talk to you when your mom would pass you the phone, you'd be like, no, I don't want to talk to them. Depending on the relative, I guess. Of course, depending on the relative. But you do remember, you know, times like that, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like that more often than I should have been, especially with my grandma, who I especially... um, had a close relationship with. And one of the last conversations I had with her, I remember I wanted to talk to her about what was happening in school. And I think I also wanted to tell her about like a crush I had, something like that. And um, 
she had called and I spoke to her for a little bit, but I had to do something or I wanted to do something. So I didn't talk to her for long. And one of the last things I had told her was like, yeah, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. I'm going to do, you know, I'll talk to you later. Da -da -da -da. And unfortunately, you know, that time never came because she ended up passing away on March 3rd, ironically, which is a month, an exact month away from my birthday. Um, so, you know, one of the regrets that I have is that, you know, the fact that, you know, I was selfish in that moment. I didn't take advantage of the time that I did have in that moment with her. And it put things into perspective because that was the first death that I ever actually had to uh, deal with, with somebody close to me. You know what I mean? I've had other uh, distant relatives. Unfortunately, my family's not one to be very close. So, you know, when deaths happen in the family, of course, it's a sad um it's a sad instance, but I can only relate so much because I didn't really have much of a relationship with them. But my grandma, we were very close. And um, that's definitely one of the regrets that I have. It m put things into perspective in the sense of like, you know, you never know when, you never know when time will be on your side again. So you just kind of have to take advantage of the time that you do have with those that you love when they're here. Mm -hmm. so that's definitely one regret that I have and that stuck with me a lot because I was young when it happened I was that happened when I was in high school <clears throat> I know for me um my family's pretty close so you know I do try my hardest to keep in contact with everybody albeit I have a fairly large family contacts change all the time so sometimes it does get harder you know but if I could say what my biggest regret is, it doesn't have anything to do with family. It more so has to do with how I've treated myself sometimes in the Wait, past. Wait, I'm sorry. I didn't know you said biggest regret. I thought you said like Well, one of your A regret. Okay. I'll say A regret. I'll say A regret. Okay. Um, so yeah, kind of like how I treated myself in the past. So if anybody knows me, I didn't grow up with many male figures in my life. And it's not to say that I have quote unquote daddy issues, whatever that is. But, um, you know, sometimes there's just a connection that a woman has with her father or her uncle or her grandfather or whoever the case may be. And I didn't necessarily have that, whether it's due to distance, um, lack of familiarity, um, because my grandfather, he doesn't leave where he lives and he lives out of state. So I don't see him unless I go see him, which at this age, it's not too too like likely that I'll see him as often as I'd like to and my godfather he lives out of state as well he travels a lot so I can't really see him as much and then my uncle is pretty much foreign to me I don't really know anything about him so I pretty much grew up with only women and there was a time in my life more so I would say between like late high school and like mid college I would say where I, I sort of compensated the fact that I didn't have that sort of male love and male figure in my life with men that I would just, you know, be around or whatever. And I felt like they were, even if it was temporary, they would fill a void that I couldn't fill with like any of my girlfriends or any of my female relatives or anything. And I regret it because I kind of sacrificed a lot of my personal values I guess to say just to feel like I mattered to somebody and you know obviously looking in hindsight it's like 
I should have never placed my worth onto another man because, you know, men are a dime a dozen. But at, you know, 17, 18, 19 years old, somebody who is going from being sheltered to experiencing so many firsts at one time, it's like, well, if I hadn't, you know, experienced a lot of this stuff growing up, now I can take it in my hands to sort of fill that up myself. And, you know, it probably wasn't healthy for me, like mentally, probably not even physically, I'm not going to hold you. But um, yeah, just trying to equal my worth to male attention is probably like one of the one of, if not, like, one of the biggest regrets of my life. And it sucks that I have to admit that. It was actually hard to admit that no, to myself. Definitely. I feel like, but once you did, that was a breakthrough, though, because that's quite a lesson to learn. Yeah. And it's hard because sometimes I feel like I don't know how to articulate that when in, like, dating mode. Right. Um, Because some people might, they might... um think of it as one way when it wasn't that way right and that's a whole other conversation for another day but it's hard but thankfully I came to terms with it right shout out to you I I empathize with that in some in certain aspects as I was listening I feel like that kind of mirrored some some things that I struggled with and had to unfortunately face myself because granted you know I, I do have a dad and I do have a brother, but um, my relationships with either of them um, upon growing up wasn't strong or close in the sense for them to be able to put me on game or teach me, you know. <clears throat> so I get it. Yeah. Miguel, do you have any re- any regrets at all in your life? Like at all? And if not, my why? My name is Michelle. Michelle Obama, Michelle, not. Do you have any regrets in your life, if <clears throat> at all? And if not, why? Well, I do have regrets. Only one. Okay. Invisible parts. Invisible parts. What is that? Mm-hmm. Invisible parts. That's how I know y'all didn't grow up right. In high school, parts. all the girls had the sew-ins with the invisible parts. Oh my gosh. She's so basically what she's saying is that she really doesn't have like... I guess like a, there's no, been no moment in your life where, like Carly said before, if you could rewind it and you could even like fine tune one thing. I, I The average person, I feel like, because there probably are people that really do believe the whole no regrets thing. And shout out to y'all. But I think the average person absolutely would. How I feel is I felt at one point that I didn't have any regrets because, you know, you made the decisions that you did and they quote-unquote shaped you into the way that you were today you know I I get it I get it but I feel like as I've you know come into terms with who I am today I kind of feel like that's lazy um because I feel like there's always something that you can do better because one no one's perfect so if that if everybody was perfect then there wouldn't be an instance where you felt like you executed everything that you did the way that you wanted it to go. And it can be, I wish I studied more and got a better grade in this class. I don't Ooh. think that that's lazy. I think it's lazy. I don't think that that's lazy because... Okay, I haven't... Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Cut me off one more time and punch me in the throat. Joke's on you. I like that shit. 
You want to find out? Because I really come punch on. you. <laughs> come on. Think I'm one of these niggas <laughs> that'll on. choke you softly. No, bitch. I'm going nah, to punch you. Choke me softly. That don't even. That's a. Anyways. That's a. I don't think that that's lazy because if I didn't say, from taking the example, studying in class, whatever. If I didn't jack off, jack off. What's the word? <laughs> jack off. What's the word? Like masturbate? Joke around? Like, like the? Oh. Yeah, I know what you. Girl, what? This is I not thought, that time. I, I, you said jack off. I thought you were. Look, <laughs> we like, and it's always, it's always something. Every single episode, we don't even talk about that shit during the episode. No. And somehow, somehow, get your mind out of whatever gutter it's in, please. Any fucking ways. Say if I didn't like screw joke around, around or like whatever, all yeah. of that and didn't take it serious. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't know the importance of going back or actually having a degree that, you know, isn't like I don't want to throw shade on anybody's degree, but you know which degree I'm gonna say. It's cool. It's fine. But if I didn't do X, Y, and Z, I wouldn't know the value of this way. And I wouldn't have this teaching moment. I wouldn't be able to go back and say, Excuse damn, me. like, that really did teach me something. And now I know. I In my life, there's nothing that I've seen that is like, damn, I wish I didn't do that. Because if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have that learning experience to let me know that I shouldn't do mm-hmm. it. I wouldn't know to not do it again. That's like with a child. You could run around with a child telling no, 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 no. My philosophy, let that little nigga fall. I bet you he's not going to do it again. Mm-hmm. It's a learning experience. You can't sit there and call a child lazy because he made a mistake. Like to me, that's weird. Like you can't. I. I mean, you can. I'm saying you, you, and I'm me. I just wouldn't do that because, for instance, you know, now that I did the invisible part sewings in high school, <laughs> I won't do those again because I know better. So I'm doing better. You see. So then, if like, let's say. Becky had invisible parts, right? Mm-hmm. And she was complaining to you, like, yo, these invisible parts ain't it. I hate this shit, right? And then you introduce Becky to the world of a full lace wig, right? Something. Mm-hmm. And then Becky's like, all right, I'm going to do it, right? And then she's on it for, like, whatever, one wig. And then Becky falls right back into the invisible part. Right. So is that like, is it lazy on her part to not have kept up with that? Is it? And then she's like, damn, I should have gotten that, um, that lace wig instead of falling back into this shit. I don't think that that's lazy. If that's what Becky, if Becky in her heart wants to keep doing invisible things, please okay? God, please God. It's not by force. Please God. I'm going to look at you a little strange because we're in 2020, but. I, I'm not gonna call her lazy. That's mm-hmm. your business. And if you want to complain about, it, I'm gonna call you stupid. I'm not gonna call you lazy. So you may not have regrets, but have you made mistakes? Yeah, one time there was this one question on my test where I knew. Oh, here you go. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You ask me if I made mistakes. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I knew the answer, and I second guessed myself. That's why students listen. If you feel like you really do know the answer and then at the last minute you change that shit, change that shit right the fuck back to whatever you thought it was. Because that's what it is. 
So you've made like academic mistakes, not life mistakes. And one time, I remember when the Fit Me Foundations came out by Maybelline. The what? Fit Me Foundations. What's that? Mm, Foundation. <laughs> like that you put on your face. Oh, okay. But why Kristen say a foundation? I was sitting here. I was going to explain it. Yeah, I'm like, the one that really doesn't dabble in the makeup. <laughs> I love how you knew it and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, Maybelline had And I had the wrong shade. And that was a mistake. <laughs> so they're like practical, oops, mistakes. But they're mm-hmm. not like, damn, yeah. like, I fucked up mistakes. Like, you, no, one. no, no, but like. You can get your grade back. You might have lost like a point or two, like whatever. I'm talking about like a mistakes. Point or two where in my program is a damn bitch. I fucked up. Did you fail? <laughs> All right, that's not a practical. No, because <laughs> did you fail is not a good question because it still affects your GPA. I mean, if I have like so, a 98 instead of a hundred, but when the final is with, let me just get to your point because you. No, because I'm, I mean, these are mistakes that like, I could wake up in the morning and I'll be like, all right, I can go to Ulta and I can get my correct shade. I can go look and see if I have the correct answer. Be like, oh, well, damn. Like, I I knew I knew the answer. Isn't any mistake something you can easily bounce back from? So unless the mistake is you. Not every mistake I think you can easily bounce back from. I was about to say the same. Like if you like break a law and like go to jail and shit like that. I didn't accidentally break a law. But not all mistakes are accidental. Then it wouldn't be a mistake. Then it's intentional. Well, then no, you just it's, did it. Well, I mean, it might be intentional at the time, but like looking back on it, like, damn, like that was really a mistake. So a regret. So all mistakes have to be accidental. But yeah, because then if it's not if it's intentional, then it's just an action. It's just something that you do, it's and just, then, yeah, it's just something you chose to do it. Because if you accidentally did it, like, oh, so I accidentally like, grabbed your cup instead of mine. But if I knew it was your cup, I'm just grabbing no, Kristen's but, cup. But then again, you said that you knew the answer, but you intentionally put down the other answer, and you second guessed your own judgment, and you called that a mistake. But you you knew your answer. You intentionally wrote something else down. It wasn't an accident that you wrote it down. You intentionally wrote down your answer. I get that, but I don't think I'm. That's why I'm asking you for an example. So I don't know what you of mean. something that like you can do with intent, but um, it be a mistake that you can't like. I think like from? I think maybe mistakes can form into regrets. Maybe. What do you think? <laughs> What happened? I was trying to tell her I got a piece of salad stuck in my tooth. Oh, I mean, girl, we're supposed to be natural. Back up. So you got a bitch that you want me to see? Yeah, girl. What's, what mistakes do you have over there, Miss Text a lot? Oh, that's a fucking lie. If anybody. Okay, you know if what? If anybody what? Yeah, because I ain't on my phone. If anybody what? If anybody in here be on their phone, then the next person it's Ugo. That, no, that's really Michelle. not. That's really not true. That's really not true at all. Two, Michelle Obama. Two, I pay attention. That ain't true at all. And three, that's not true. That's not true at all. And One I feel like all regrets, three of us. Could I would say that um, definitely would be mistakes, not regrets. Look, remember. you see, well, that's see, why you can't be on your phone. You can't be like me. Okay, so I was We're actually wondering in my head. I was like, okay, does that mean that mistakes and regrets are the same thing, or what makes them different? Because people can make mistakes and then not regret them. Maybe mistakes are something that are in the moment, and regrets are just a feeling that you have afterward. 
Like, I don't think you can okay. regret yeah, something you can't that regret you something do you've never right done. now. Okay. And you can't regret something that you've never done. Imagine. I regret this, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to regret this. Like, then don't do it. Don't do it, bitch. <laughs> Isn't that toxicity? Why do you like using that word? No, it's not that I like using that word. No, you like it. Oh, I, I like I, it's shit. not even in my vocabulary. It's not even in my daily vocabulary. Yes, it is. You it's decided not. today. Today's a day. Daily means to... Daily means... What does daily mean? <laughs> Webster. Like, what does daily mean? Like, we're not with you 24 hours a day. Like, so I don't know if you use toxic 24 hours a day. I don't. But here's one of my other regrets. We're not asking you your regrets. Okay. Mistake. Okay. I remember my back God. in... Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Next question. I remember back in fifth grade. I remember this day like it was yesterday. Shorty loves <laughs> bringing it back to the Sam. <laughs> Who the fuck? Whose topic was this? <laughs> I remember, and y'all are laughing, and this, is, this ain't even a laughing fucking matter. Mine wasn't a laughing matter, and you were the one that was laughing with Ugo. Like, I'm really about to get deep. Mine wasn't a laughing matter either. That's all you can with me. She's she's laughing. And y'all are really laughing, but that was the funniest thing you said today. <laughs> I'm about to get real serious with that smile on your face. <laughs> I'm serious. I remember this day like it was yesterday. I was in fifth grade and the movie Open Season just came out. I'm already annoyed. And I wanted to see it so bad. I wanted to see it so bad with my two friends. Um, One of them, which I'm still friends with. That's my best friend. Shout out to Rasha. And I threw a fit because, you know, back in the day, like, your parents had to take you places, whatever. And neither of my... Because you were nine. <laughs> were literally like yes. eight years old. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Unless. So, <laughs> so, my, so my mom couldn't do it because she had work. And um, my dad wasn't able to do it because it's something. But I, I threw a fit. I threw a temper tantrum, I remember. This is back when I had my dog, Trixie. She was a mixed Pomeranian. So cute. Loved her. And um, I threw a big temper tantrum because I really wanted to go. So ultimately, my dad, you know, made it made it work, and he took me. And I remember, for whatever reason, I ended up not getting home until like maybe eleven o'clock midnight or so, which is like, you know, extreme for like a fifth, fifth grader. But after the movie, we had chilled at my friend's house for a little bit until my dad was able to pick me up. So when I come home, and this is back when my mom worked the night shift, um, the overnight shift, when I came home, she, uh, before she left, and it wasn't even that big of a window between when she left to go to work to when I was coming back home, but she had left Trixie in the backyard to like, you know, just being, so she wouldn't be in the house just running around by herself. So, um, so when I came in and we tried to bring her in from the backyard, she wasn't there. And checked the bathroom, I checked under every single bed in the house, called her name, da da da. Nowhere to be found. To this day, I on the lowest of keys feel like my mom because I always kind of feel like my mom never really liked Trixie. I loved her. Like I treated that dog like it was my child. And to this day, I just feel like if I'd never went to go see that movie, if I had just like accepted the fact that I Man. But I hate to, I hate to cut you I've off. I've been holding in my life. I hate to cut you off. You know, but this has I'm this has been sounding guys, like a regret. Well, I'm offended. That I don't you know. Wait. Even okay. Wait. Wait. Because losing Trixie was the one of the most hardest things I had to go through as a child. 
So, ma'am, I think we need to go over what the difference between... No, no, no. Actually, I think one thing that we need to address, Carly... One crack. This is not a therapy session. You're right. Are we treating this shit like it's a fucking therapy? Cut the mic! Cut the mic! Dead ass! I really felt like I was sitting in on a therapy session. Because I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Clearly, Carly doesn't know how to podcast. I'm sorry. No, clearly Carly wants free therapy. Like... Bitch, we're going to have to charge you. Last episode was all about... <laughs> I really thought that you were going to say Y'all something get me the like... fuck out of here. Prolific. You I was really... Like... Yeah, I was like, damn, what could a nine-year-old have done? Like... And then on top right, of that... Next question. It was a regret, not a mistake, sweets. Like... I... Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Maybe we should Google the definition <laughs> of a mistake and a regret. A mistake would have been leaving <clears throat> Trixie outside knowing that that bitch liked to run around. Mm. And then you find out that she ran away. That's a mistake, because you shouldn't have let her ass out. An action or judgment that is misguided or wrong. Yes. Mistake. An action that is misguided or wrong. You going to the movies. You going to the movies was not wrong. You wanted to go to the movies. A regret is to feel sad, repentant, or disappointed over something that that has happened or been done especially a loss what i regret was not allowing what I, what i regret we was didn't not, ask you your regret. regret kristen continue continue because she gonna open her phone again get lost at an act well i i please. i swore i please. asked for what your biggest mistake was my mistake was not accepting the fact that i couldn't go to the movies and i threw a temper tantrum i should have just accepted that as a kid i shouldn't have that's to a get regret my baby girl it has happened. Nothing oh. that you did in that situation was a mistake. Oh, well, thank you. That makes me feel good. This is not your... Th- <laughs> yeah, we're not therapists. I'm not Iyanla Fix Your Life. Fucking like, goodness. I'm sorry. Because I don't know what you're right searching now. for from us. We are not here to I am make not- you feel good about your past decisions. <laughs> we're not going to sort it out. Okay. Like, because to be honest, neither of us knew you when you were nine years what old. What the fuck? Like, what the did I get myself into? And then what would have happened if you were nine years old and we were your friends trying to go see a movie? We would have been like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about your fuck fucking about dog. Like, like <laughs> come on, go to the fucking movies with us. Shit. And you sitting here about 15, 16 years later talking about some... <laughs> wow. I feel bad about Whoa, going to that, the movies. Wait wow. a minute, that's what you want to say? That's re- Really? You feel bad about going to the movies, but it wasn't your fault. Next question. What is your fault? Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you weren't even answering my questions. <laughs> my gosh. Anyway, so when you make... All right, that was extreme. But anyway, when you make these mistakes or when you realize all of these regrets that you have, especially more so mistakes, how do you go about like taking ownership of it? Because I know a lot of people don't like to take accountabilities for their own actions, especially when those actions are you know, negative or they like turn into mistakes or whatever. Um, because one, I don't give a fuck who you are. Everybody has been wrong at one point. I don't care. Maybe. Michelle. Michelle's been wrong. So um, everybody's made a mistake, Obama. whether it's big. Michelle Obama's been wrong. So you every know her. Neither do you. I don't. I, but I'm name, telling you, I'm telling you. it's just wrong. Michelle Obama. I didn't say that. By name. I could say some things that she's done wrong. And I love Michelle Obama, but what? there's been some things. She's made some questionable fashion mistakes and, you know. But no, she hasn't. Okay, so everybody's made a mistake, and I don't care. To you, no, that's what I'm saying. To the person, they might think they might not think that it was a mistake. Obviously. So then, uh, no, are, let, are me, let me let me no let me let me 
let me get to where I'm going. Let me get to where I'm going. So you might not think that it was a mistake because you might think, I said what I said, da, da, this, that, and the fourth, right, right. And, you know, if you ever take if you ever take into account someone's action, um, someone's feelings or whatever, but you said what you said, to me, technically, that's a mistake. I don't get what you're saying. If you if you acknowledge that I felt a way about what you said, but you said what you said, and like I'm sorry that, you know, I I'll take Carly for an example, because I feel like I've done this with you before. If you come with me with something and I tell you something and you don't like how it how it's perceived or whatever. And I acknowledge your feelings. I apologize for your feelings, but I said what I said. Is that considered a mistake? If you if you feel bad, if you feel if you feel that you've done somebody wrong, but you said, but you also said what you said, is that a mistake? If you feel you've done somebody wrong by what you said, by what you said, but you but you said what you said. That apology kind of sounds a lot like. I'm sorry that what I said make you, made you but feel. But you have to understand that a lot of you're not apologizing for what you say. You're a lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. You know, of course. But what I'm saying is, you're not apologizing for what you said. Therefore, you're not necessarily seeing that what you said was a mistake. What you're apologizing for is how is they how feel they, about it, how they so felt about it. I'm, so I don't really think that you that's the, the, I don't think that's you acknowledging that you made a mistake. It might not know what you said. What you said might not be a mistake, but how you made somebody feel can that be a mistake? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think Why so. Not? It may not be your intention, but I don't yeah. think that's necessarily it a mistake. Not, it's not. I feel like, as she said, it may not be your intention, but you don't know what the person's interpretation or reaction is going to be. But that's not a mistake because a mistake is something that you make. Um, that took, that person's interpretation or reaction. I or feel like it's difficult not, to have this conversation because I feel like especially in this generation, people don't see anything, most things that they do as mistakes because they're so owning and so like self, self-worried self about like if they, you know, um, <coughs> if they said whatever they said. As long as people say what they say, nothing else matters. I don't think right? that's I true. I that at all. At all. I think it's true. I've not seen that around me. I mean, everyone's world, everyone's viewpoint is different. I've not seen that around me. But I would like a clearer example of what you mean because, so you said, okay. As long as so whatever Car- someone okay, says. So in your example, you said, Carly comes to you with a complaint. Like, let's something. say. <laughs> I'm confused. No, let's, no, I'm being deadass. No, 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 we're all being deadass here. Let's say you come to me because, um, you know, you you want to, like, vent to me about whatever, right. right? Let's say I'm not the best person to come to, to, you know, be a therapist or be somebody to to vent to. Like, it might, I might not be, like, your close friend in this situation, whatever the case may be, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I say something to you and um, you don't like it, right? And I mean, and I mean what I say to inhibit something within you, right? Like, 
if you come to me with boys problems, right? And I say, well, you shouldn't have done X, Y, and Z because you should have been more mindful of X, Y, and Z and yada, 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 right? You feel a certain way, but I meant to make you feel that way so you can come to this realization, right? right? Is it a mistake for me to have said something to you that made you feel that way? And is it wrong of me to be like, well, I said what I said anyway? In that instance, I want to say no, because one, I'm going to say that it seems like you were saying things that you needed to say, not things that I would have wanted to have, sorry, that things that I have wanted to have heard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it seems as if in that particular instance, somebody would probably come to you venting about boy problems, wanting you to say things that they want to hear you say, not necessarily here to listen to things that they need to hear. Mm-hmm. Now, because of the fact that because you're doing the latter, they could perceive that, take offense to it. But ultimately, no, I don't think you saying what you would have said would have been a mistake. So if I called you stupid, right? Stupid can literally be what somebody needs to hear. Yeah. But it can also be something that if like that it affects you, right? right. Mm-hmm. So in that instance, I mean what I say right. when I call you stupid because your action was stupid, right? And how you feel about it, like, damn, like she really thinks I'm stupid. Like, right. if I acknowledge the fact that I meant to call you stupid because I think that what you did or what you said was stupid. But I said what I said, and I'm not taking it back anyway. Mm. Is it a mistake for me to have said that I think that you're stupid because of how you reacted to that? Did you mean to call her stupid? Because that that was going to be my next thing. It's one thing to say that I think you're stupid, and it's another thing to say I think what you did was stupid. So... Well, if some... Okay. So... In in the sense that I call you stupid, right? You're stupid for what you did. Not what you did was stupid. You're stupid for what you did. Because you just said that both of those things are different, correct? You are a stupid person for what you did. But you might not, you might think that you're not stupid, but I think that you're stupid. Okay, but is that, if that, you said that's how you think, right? Then it's not a mistake. I don't see it as a mistake. She may take offense to it. That's that's a very offensive statement. So that's my, this is my whole point. Everybody is so centric on how they feel. And but that, I said I, what I said I, and all no, that kind of stuff. I'm right? not taking, that's not a mistake. The perception of it, anyone would see it as rude. But if you, in your heart of hearts, deep down to your toes, you meant what you said when you said you're a stupid person because you went to go and pick up peanut butter instead of jelly. You're stupid. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. It's not a so, mistake. So people have never said anything out of like bouts of anger. Like nobody's ever said, and that's why you ain't shit, nigga. Da, 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 this about you just said that you think she's stupid. No, I'm saying out of and most like, of like, the in, time, like in relationships, in anger, all that kind of a person is speaking how they really feel. More often than not, the person an angry like like I hate you. They're saying how they really feel. 
I don't know about I hate. I, I feel like because, I hate you as a little. And if you are that type of person, you're just angry and you're just saying anything. Something's wrong with you. What? Like that's what? What? I mean, something could be wrong. I mean, as angry as I get, I'm still going to think about whatever I say and the repercussions. And that, that would be. A, I mean, that would be. That's, that's to that's me. That's not very, arguable. That's a very. That's a. But very then again, that also takes into account how you. How you communicate with people, though, mm-hmm. like some people might have anger and just they they just react. They don't receive. Right. They don't you know think about what was going on, and then they react. Mm-hmm. They just hear, react, hear, react, hear, react. Not saying that it's healthy, not right. saying that it's right, whatever. But that's just how people do. I, and that's when all of those things come out. Like I hate you. You're stupid. Da 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 da. This and the fourth. I acknowledge I, that as my behavior when I was younger, like saying things in the heat of the go. moment. But now I feel like. Um, now I can see you being a bit more logical when you see yourself getting angry and in the moment you have a, you have self-control. I just, I mean, me personally, I'm, Chris, if that's how you feel, fine, if that's how you, I don't think that if a person says you're stupid and they meant you're stupid, and you said it and you said what you meant, you meant what you said, that's not a mistake. That's not something where it's like, oh, I didn't really mean it. Yes, you did. You meant it. So, and you just told me you meant it. And you yourself know you meant it. So it's not a mistake. That's I think it's very rude. I think you it's very stupid. That's mean. I think sometimes <laughs> it can be a little forgiving to think that everybody <clears throat> always means what they say. You said it can be a little. It could be a little forgiving. Like why that particular word? Because, huh? I said why that particular word or adjective to describe. Because if I, like, say, for instance, like, we're having, like, a disagreement mm-hmm. or whatever, right? And you're like, yeah, that's why, um, what did I say? That's why I think that you're incompetent or I think that you don't love me mm. or something, right? Right. Um. I think to have the mindset that whatever anybody says is how they feel. I feel like when you, you know, if somebody actually like has those feelings, like Mm -hmm. how I, like what I said is how I feel. That means that there's no room for discussion. I feel like there's no room for like analyzing what actually went on because I feel like it's very finite. Like there's no room for like, any growth. So maybe the word I'm not looking for is forgiveness, but it just lacks like any further communication from that. Like the, I, I said what I said, period, is just very finite. Like you can I feel like you just can't move on from that. Because well, you will always if you say what you say, there's nothing that you can do to deter that because you I would assume say I don't what think you the meant. The purpose of any conversation is to try and change how someone feels about or their viewpoints about anything. If someone comes to me and they think I'm incompetent, I'm going to say, well, what led you to that conclusion? I'm going to try to find out the why. But if you feel like you're incompetent and I know I'm not incompetent, there's nothing you can tell me. That I'm not going to try and change who you, what you see me as, who you think I am. That's okay. That actually was going to be my next point, the whole argument of like, well, that's how you feel. I know that I'm not that. I know X, Y, and Z. I acknowledge that's how you feel and I know that I can't control how you feel, so... It is what it is. So, in the case we spoke about this before, in in loving somebody the way that they need to be loved, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If I love you in a certain way, 
and and you don't see that I'm loving you in the way that you feel like you need to be Ooh, loved. This is a really good topic. And Ooh. I'm like, well, you might feel that I don't want. already talked about it. <laughs> the fuck? No, it's just being reminded you, of I was supposed to say, um, <laughs> it ain't that like, great. We done already hashed it I'm out. like, wow. Like, if I'm, mm-hmm. if you claim that I don't love you the way that you quote unquote need to be loved or whatever, right? And I say, well, that's how you feel. As somebody who needs to be loved in that way, and I don't feel like you're not loving me, for you to say that's how you feel is um, an insult to me. Because it's making me feel like whatever I'm perceiving in my personal needs from my partner has been invalidated by what you just said. to be your partner. Because if they, well, if they feel like they're doing all the hoops and skips and jumps to love you how you want to be loved, you feel like they're not, and they say, well, I don't know what you want from me, okay? Let's about this. There's billions of people out there. That person doesn't need to be your partner. I don't think that those two situations are the same. What do you think, Arlen? I feel like my response would have been a bit of a tangent, like away from the core topic of this conversation. Then don't that's stray. Why, that's why I got my ass in. Well, how <laughs> straying is it? Well, no, I was just going to say, because um, I've, I've been in an instance like that where um, I felt as if my partner wasn't um, lo- essentially loving me in the way that I was looking to be loved or exerting themselves in the way that, you know, I felt that I was. And um, upon expressing that to them, which it took me a little bit to... Uh, work up the courage to yeah it was a bit of them saying it was a bit of them acknowledging well that's how you feel but you have to understand that we're two different people and you know he they basically showed me the instances where they made these efforts that I acknowledged wasn't enough was actually in their world a whole lot more because they had never done so with anybody else and that was an eye-opener for me because I was just like okay when you put it like that, okay, I can see like that's basic. That was basically a lesson in you know understand understanding your partner's love language, right? And understanding how your partner shows your man could could every time he goes to the store, he knows you love Reese's. He brings you back Reese's every time. Faith says, "I had a bad day." Her man could deliver. 12 dozen roses to her job. Shout out to those roses that are dying because I don't know what the fuck to do. Now, 12 dozen roses to your job when you had a bad day to your, compared to your <laughs> man every time. Shit home. <laughs> compared to your man every time he goes to the store, he brings you back Reese's. Those could be weighed as two different things, but essentially, you know what? You get what I'm trying to say? No, so, I do. Like the you, weight, the, the weight of what you feel like you need is. It's not necessarily unequal to, but it's just expressed right. differently from somebody exactly. else. Exactly. So, so in, the, in, in the way that I was, you know, showing my partner how I how I love them, I thought it wasn't on the same. I thought it, I thought it wasn't equal mm-hmm. until he showed me that it actually was based off of how he is as a person. So right. that's why I didn't want to say it because I felt like it may have been straying off topic. But that's why I was saying, like, in in your instance, though, if 
I was your boyfriend, right? And you told me you're not loving me the way that I need to be loved. And then he said, well, I am. And you may feel that way, but that's not how I feel. And then you came like to this realization or whatever, like, well, maybe I'm, I'm expecting or I would like, because, you know, some people have expectations that, you know, whatever. So they might be like, to the mountaintops, right? Mm -hmm. But to somebody that's never done that before or somebody that's novice or whatever, those little steps might be like monumental for them. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like that whole, I'm I'm set in myself Mm -hmm. and I know that like what I said is what I said while not taking into consideration how their efforts are shown within themselves. Like, not like it's hard we do we i feel like we do live in a very individualistic very like self-centered society Mm -hmm. and not saying that there's anything necessarily wrong with that but there does come uh um a shift when there's less regard for other people especially when they're actually in your life in some sort of way but moving on um when you do make a mistake or <laughs> when you do have regrets or whatever. Oh, I thought he was about to make um, you drive the boat on the mic. Hey. That would have been very extreme because I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> so that's very aggressive. Right. To be a gentleman. So in the event that you do make a mistake right. or you do have a regret that affects you later on, right. how do you deal with it when it turns out negatively and, you know, the the course of your mistake is just like to shit the way that you gravel after you have your realization that you've regretted something is something that you just like can't carry. Like how do you, how do you move with that? What do you mean by negatively? So sorry, I'm a very literal person. So all of these like abstract, like I I don't know what we're talking about in this episode. (laughs) Like, these women asked me to make things specific. No. I put I I put I put the specificness. I literally took what I wrote in the note, and these are my questions. So I'm just my like my response to what you just said. Um, and I kind of want to tie it into accountability accountability too, because um, one one of you two had mentioned how like people uh, tend to not know how to take accountability, and I tie personally for me, I tie taking a hot taking accountability into learning my lesson. So in response to what that question that you had just asked at that point, I would have a very long talk with God because I'm just like, all right, bet this keeps happening. I keep getting the same reaction. I don't like it. What am I doing wrong here? Mm -hmm. In which then I tried to analyze my actions, my behavior, my response, my reaction to things, whatever it the case may be mm-hmm. and which then um and i'm really i'm really big on that too like analyzing dissecting you know said instance said situation um my actions their actions my response their response so on and so forth right because obviously if said thing happened to me and i don't like it and it hurts and i don't handle pain well I don't want it to happen again. I'm going to try to avoid it happening again. Okay. So I would need to take accountability because I know for a fact that I'm there. I don't know if this might be a reach to say, but I honestly feel like there's, there's a very slim chance period that I'm 
never at fault for anything that ever happens in my life. There's always going to be an opportunity for me to take accountability in some aspect, whether it be grand or small. There's always going to be an instance where I should and would need to take accountability. Um, So with that being said, yeah, if I want to avoid it happening again, I'm going to dissect the situation figure out where I went wrong or where I could have done better. Sometimes it's not necessarily you did wrong. wrong. Maybe you didn't do anything wrong. Maybe you could have just did something better. That's very, that's very true. So there it is. Yeah. Not all mistakes are something that like, are like truly You made a really good point when you said that. So maybe, so, so that's, that's a, that's a breakthrough too. Going back, maybe not necessarily regrets, but just something that happened that you realized you could have handled better than you did. Right. Because in, because in the moment that might've been your true intent. Right. But then when you, you know, go back and you realize like, wow, like I really could have, you know, I really could have assessed that a little better. I could have communicated something a Mm -hmm. little better. My actions could have been a little more transparent and, you know, Mm -hmm. noteworthy or whatever. Um, I wish I could tie. Especially with guys, we have a problem with expressing how we feel. You so may have a you know, I just there. wanted to chime in. No, you wanted to chime do, in at almost an hour. And you <laughs> wanted to give you a little down. input. Uh, 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 can you can you drop that gem one more time? Because I want the fellas to really hear that. Um, well, we all know uh we have a problem with expressing our emotions and how we feel and all the the above. Uh but yet and still we we learn as we get older and our eyes open up. You know what I mean? You were like, oh, wow. I know how to love now. So now you know how to express <laughs> yourself and not. Yeah, it's compared to, I'm going to tell you, a guy's whole 20s, aside from a female's, because, you know, females feel early. Whole 20s is gone. I believe it. We jump in the 30s and it's like, all right, we, we starting to get together. Fuck yeah. Fuck y'all. Head to head. But when we hit our 40s, I'm not 40 yet. But um, you know, it's be like, oh, I I know everything, I know what's going on, really, and I'm mm-hmm. hip to the game. Know what I mean, yeah, for sure. So when you do have like that realization, like I'm that I'm sorry moment, like I'm able to actually go to the person, I'm ready, and I'm fully able to like acknowledge what I've done, whether you know it's something I could have done better or it's something that I did that was wrong. And you're ready to say, I'm sorry. And they forgive you, right? It's not always going to be like peaches and roses and all that kind of stuff right after, especially if it was something that you did that was negative. How do you effectively, personally, it doesn't have to be like like a life lesson or anything. How do you personally move on from those mistakes, whether it's something that you have to have within yourself or something with another person? Like, how do you move forward when that door hasn't been closed? Because I know for me personally, um, it's always awkward, you know, in that like first couple days or whatever. Like, you don't really know how to, you know, especially when it's, when it's with a, another person, you kind of don't know how to move sometimes. Right. Like, because it's not like, oh, I'm sorry, I did X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm not going to like, send you like a meme like right after. Sometimes, yeah, no. Like you just need Especially like that. Especially as we get into adulthood. Like sometimes you just need that time to like digest. And right. you're like, okay, like I that door, it hasn't been closed. Right. So because it's still open, 
what's the next step in whatever this growth is or moving forward? I mean, sometimes there can be an issue that arises between two people. Um, said person takes accountability and apologizes for it and said other person accepts the apology and takes accountability where they see and apologize too, fine. And it's not necessarily that the door is left open, but it's just like, like sometimes there doesn't need to still be a connection between mm-hmm. them, those two. Absolutely. I've been in instances like that as well um, where said person did me wrong months later one instance about two years later in another instance they finally saw it and then apologize and all right you did that but doesn't mean that we're i'm gonna be hitting you up doesn't mean that i'm expecting you to hit me up it just mm-hmm. it is what it is it's just left and i don't want to look at it as that door's left open i just kind of look at it as all right closure was achieved I think that's another topic for another day. Um, But I would like to make a point that when you go towards acts of forgiveness, forgiveness does not have to be for the benefit of anybody else but yourself. Um, If you don't forgive anybody, that's fine. You can forgive when you want to forgive. Yeah. Yeah. But are you, were you going to say something like, but ultimately it's in your best interest to forgive them? No, because I feel like if you genuinely do not forgive somebody for something that they've done, you shouldn't have to force yourself to. People make it seem like if you don't forgive someone for the wrong that they did you, that like you're holding on to a burden or you're hindering yourself from growth or you're hindering yourself from, you know, moving past this. But moving past this, this being said situation, I feel like the act of not forgiving somebody can be that form of moving on. Like, I don't want to have to deal with this, so like, fuck it, and you just move on your way. I'll really move on my way. But then again, there might be cases where you, in your heart of hearts, feel like I, I do want to move past this and. I don't feel that malice, especially if it's something that constantly comes back up to you. Like mm-hmm. if you keep on thinking about whatever actually happened, like mm-hmm. you're going to have to at some point address that, whether it's with the person, whether it's with yourself. But if it's something that, you know, you don't think about on a day to day, you can just leave it as what it was and mm-hmm. let it move forward because it doesn't affect you. I know I've had friendships that I've just ended on a bad note, never forgave them, haven't resolved anything, but I live my life. I'm assuming they're living their life, and that's just what it is. Like I'm noting this at 59.07. You and these times. No, because honestly, though. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like I was under, I was under the impression I was moving in a way that it's just like when people did me wrong. If I felt like I was done wrong in any of the instances, like especially me being rooted in my faith, like you know, forgive them. Ask God to grant me the strength to forgive them because if I don't forgive them, then I'm hindering myself from growing past it, and I'm hindering myself from you know, um, just moving on from the situation. I, I, I attributed not forgiving them to still being hung up on the situation and them still having control over me. But if you but honestly feel you, that way, that's huh? fi- if you honestly feel that way, that's fine though. 
Yeah, but at the same time, what you just said gave a lot of perspective and it makes sense. Like, I would think that and I would think that that was wrong. Like, I would think that, like, it's not possible to just not forgive someone. Like, if you if somebody did you wrong and you don't forgive them, they will forever have control over you. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm now so I see other ones of like how you are. Me, of course, of course, we're all different. Me. Yeah. Forgiving you, you may not have forgiven me. I don't think so, but I've forgiven you just because I probably forgot. You know, I mean, I am on the like <laughs> religious tip too. Like, you know, I don't want to have control over me. Like, you've done wrong against God. God has forgiven Amen. you. It's okay, nigga. I forgot. That's the only yeah. reason why I probably like. Oh, I don't care anymore. Like, it's cool. But like, I don't think it's wrong. I mean, one thing we have to realize. And it's hard for people to remember is that duality does exist. So what you feel and what I feel can be opposing ideas, but they still are here. Yeah, they're still yeah. there. And they're still relevant. And they're still relevant to you, still relevant to me. I mean, we don't have to agree. We don't have to it's not it's not a I forgive you, you forgive me, okay, cool. Like it's like an and it's not even like it's an agree to disagree kind of thing. Cause like it it might be, but like you could feel one way, I could feel another way, and that's just how it is. And, you know, in your heart of hearts, if you feel like, you know, God is telling you that you need to forgive somebody in order for you to properly move forward and properly grow, that's not wrong at all. But if somebody says, I don't have to forgive anybody and I can move on just fine, that's not wrong at all. Because it's really all in how you personally are able to move with whatever that weight is, if it's weight at all. Because there's some, there's been some times when I've been affected by things that have happened in my life, and I felt like I could not move forward without that conversation, or without, you know, damn, or without, you know, whatever quote unquote closure. But then there also are times when fuck it, like we ain't, there's no moving past this. So let's not even act like we can try, or let's not act like closures needed because it's just not. At the end of the day, everybody. Um, if you make a mistake, you should do a little introspection before anything. Yes. Um, if you have regrets, regrets are a part of some people's lives, not everybody's life as we have figured out here. Um, but you don't have to live in your regret. You can just use it as a learning lesson. Um, take accountability for your actions if you so feel like you've done something wrong. And closure isn't always needed. Sometimes you can just let what happened happen and you don't have to feel as though you're wrong for, you know, leaving it as it has been. Um, we actually did quite poorly with wine today. We only drank one bottle, um, which is some Sutter Home shit, so it ain't nothing special. Um, we can't really give you a... Um, accurate depiction on this other bottle alvero rosado we might save it for the next episode or i might drink it right now hey truthfully truthfully (laughs) you don't know um but thank you everybody for tuning into another episode of we are that podcast i'm sorry that it was so like somber we might bring it up next week who knows um you can follow us at do you have a quote today she don't have a quote today and that's fine she went about she went about 11 episodes with not missing one so I am personally very um, impressed. 
So you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at We Are That Pod. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts at We Are That Podcast. Don't forget the period because I feel like the period is kind of important. Um, you can follow me personally at Kristen Dior underscore K R I S T I N D I O R. Kind of like the designer, just spelled a little differently. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. That was a cute face you just gave me. I was like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, you can follow me. I, I was actually thinking about some different handles that I want to You're not to switching it. I know. I know. I know. But you can follow me as of right now. As forever. <laughs> at West Indian. Schwitty. <laughs> On IG and Twitter, W-E-S-T-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-H-W-T-Y, because Twitter wouldn't let me slip in another character, so I had to make the IG match the Twitter, because what good would it be if I had West Indian Shorty as my IG, but then without the A on my Twitter? It's just confusion, so. Follow me at Chief Ugo underscore on Twitter and Instagram, and don't forget to um, email us. We are that podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Follow us. All that shit. Yeah, rate us if mm-hmm. you can. Leave so reviews. Give us a that. review. All that shit. Thank you, everybody, once again for listening. And that is the that on that. Period! I think I sounded like Ugo when I said that. No, you absolutely didn't. No? No. Not even close? Not even? Okay. Not announced. Mm. Not announced. <laughs>